Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen, this is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey everybody, this is Never Seen It. I'm your host Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies they've never seen before. Today joining us once again is Michael Tanner. Michael has never seen Baby Geniuses, uh, but he rewrote it and we read his script. It's a great time. We did this one over Zoom. Michael is so funny. He's been on here before. He's a comic book writer primarily, but also does a lot of other stuff, has some cool podcasts, uh, cool podcast that's like a role-playing tabletop. What do you go like? Like a, a D&D, but for the Fallout world. Um, and you can check that out. But anyways, by Michael Tanner is where you can find everything about him. And he has never seen Baby Geniuses, but he rewrote it, and we read his script. Uh, I'm going to get right into it. It's very fun. Wonderful time. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to support the podcast more, we're on Patreon at patreon.com slash never seen it. And you can find us online at, um, at Kyle Ayers. And, you know, th- we are at Never Seen It Show. I hope you have a wonderful day. Enjoy. Michael Tanner has never seen Baby Ge- is it Genii. It does. Hey everybody, this is Never Seen It. I'm your host, Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where comedians rewrite fame. Oh, I'm doing this like I'm doing the actual intro and like everyone's not on Zoom. <laughs> this felt too formal. I'm sorry. Uh, today, <laughs> I could feel myself slipping into the voice, um, the TV show, The Voice. I am here today. <laughs> having never seen Baby Geniuses, we're joined once again by Michael Tanner. Thank you for being here, Michael. Thank you so much for having me. I am excited to be on. Uh, it's been a it's been a while, so uh, I'm glad to be here with such an exciting concept as baby geniuses. <laughs> <laughs> We're also joined uh, by Bailey Norton and Daniel Shar. Thank you both for being here. Hi, thank you. Thank you, Kyle. I had to. I couldn't remember. Talking babies had a real moment. Hmm. In I couldn't remember which talking babies this was. Does that make sense? Is that like, I yeah, still don't know for sure. Genius. Yeah. What was the last talking baby we got? Was that Boss well, I Baby? Think, yeah, two? I think Boss Baby. Yeah, two. But that's not like a real yeah. baby face dub. What? Uh, no. <laughs> what about Baby Driver? <laughs> baby Driver. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and the Disney correspondent of that mini driver. Hmm. I, uh... <laughs> I just can't, I mean, making babies' faces, It usually when there's like a new technology, porn, you know, is what pushes it forward. This is, stay with me. We're talking about baby <laughs> geniuses. Okay, because I, I am floating away right now. 
<laughs> You're firmly but it in seemed my lane, like, uh, uh, When the technology was weak and see, like when CGI and computers really took the reins, we're like, okay, move baby mouths. And yeah. maybe like a dog mouth. And then we even quit doing it for animals and we just like showed the dog and like talked over the screen. Like, uh, what's that? Uh, Homeward like, Bound. Homeward Bound, yes. Yeah. <laughs> just like a B-roll of a dog. <laughs> I mean, it all started with Mr. Ed, really, if we were going to get down Ugh, to it. Yeah. So true. It, I love Mr. Ed. It's. I don't want to know how they made his mouth. You know, they like were like, if you look back and there's like, well, we electrocuted him every time we wanted his <laughs> mouth to know. Like, it's got to be something horrific. <laughs> we had Andy Griffith kick him in the ass every <laughs> single time we wanted his mouth to move. There was, there was, the, it, just on that sets, you know, there, we, I, the, it wasn't good. But I remember <laughs> my dad loves Mr. Ed. He still watches it on, was it TV Land? Yeah, it would, yeah, probably. It's funny because, it, okay, to, to talk about animal cruelty in the history of Hollywood, I recently watched a video about the, the first Tarzan movie that was made, like silent film in mm-hmm. like 1918, um, where the, part of the advertising for this movie was that they bought some animals from a zoo and killed them on set. So when you saw Tarzan actually fighting a lion what? and then Tarzan is standing on the dead lion, like the fun fact in like movie tone magazine was that, did you know that the star of the movie actually stabbed that lion himself? Jesus Christ. Oh my God. And then they taxidermied that lion and brought him to the movie premiere. Wow. Dark. That's so dark. So we've come a long way. We have Man from Snowy River 2 is like not a great movie until there's this scene where this horse is like sprinting down a mountain. And then all of a sudden for like, for like, Eight minutes, the movie gets really, really good because the horse like falls and then it dies, and then the actor suddenly gets really good and he's crying. And at the end of the movie, they're like, "Yeah, that actually happened. We, the horse died, and the actor was sad." And it's the only part of the movie that's convincing at all. Jesus, yeah, My it's goodness. a nightmare. My yeah. goodness, yeah, yeah. Uh, Animals and babies—they're yeah. not so far apart, are they? <laughs> no, <laughs> they're just like us, the stars, <laughs> Mister Ed. <laughs> <laughs> the baby from Baby Geniuses, who I think was the same as the baby on the Nirvana cover. Oh, then he's a real asshole. I mean, <laughs> it's not true at all, but I feel like he could convince people of that. <laughs> also, the E Trade baby. Ooh, and the Gecko. Pete, Pete Holmes is the voice of the E Trade mm-hmm. baby. That's right. <laughs> Wait, Pete Holmes is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That baby's keeping it crispy. Uh, Kyle gets sued. <laughs> that baby's trying to sell me a cold tub. <laughs> it's for nobody at all. Um, I, I, I just confused, and I know it's insane for me to be like, I don't know a lot about this movie. What do you know, Michael? Because you just wrote a thing, famously having not seen it. I, I know nothing about it. What did you? Uh, we'll do the script. What did you bring into it? I suppose. I, here's here's what I knew. I knew that there was a movie called Baby Geniuses mm-hmm. that came out in the 90s. That's basically it. I had actually pegged this as having come out like 1994 or 1995. Mm-hmm. And I shocked myself while doing the research for um, to get some flavor tones for the script is that it came out in the late 90s. Yeah, like 1999. Uh, like 90- yeah. So like that is uh, that's where I put my headspace and writing the script. I was like, what was the world like in 1999? You know, what something... would a world of baby geniuses be in 1999? <laughs> Do you think if, if 9-11 never happened, we'd still be getting talking baby movies? Because they went real hot and heavy. 
And then in 2001, they stopped doing a lot of these talking baby movies. I don't know if it's because Seth MacFarlane was supposed to be on one of the planes. I don't know if, what, what there was to it, but it feels like, is this a causation or a correlation is what I'm trying to get at. I say, why not both? Because I miss, because why not? Yeah, I think uh, the trajectory of our world without a 9-11 this um, is the definitely biggest means <laughs> baby genius movies. <laughs> if there's one thing that because cha- every time you want to make a baby genius movie, you need to rush through an airport, so it's really made it difficult for them since now <laughs> uh, to get through the airports because they have to like take apart the strollers. I mean, yeah, when you think about like the effect of 9 11 on screenwriting and like having to complicate plots, uh, it's really. Uh, I mean, that's the real horror, right? <laughs> I would say everyone would agree with me. Uh, you know, does your movie acknowledge it? Did it happen in this world? Does it happen at the very end when the guy from Twilight walks into the building? These are the three questions you need to ask yourself <laughs> when making. Why didn't Harry Potter stop it? These are the questions you need to ask yourself. Although I think Harry Potter was in the 90s. But that uh, means he was around. Like, yeah, but oh, that means he was around have. and more powerful. When he was in post grad Hogwarts, <laughs> wow, his thesis. His, JK his thesis Rowling is- really, <laughs> she needs to respond to this. Her silence is deafening. Oh, man. What happened to Hogwarts Tower 7? We need, to- okay, so <laughs> magical beams don't melt. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like, man, okay. But why didn't okay? He would have been. He's like twenty. They do the. <sighs> but also, he's in England, so it's sort of like England. he would have found out. But like... I think there were wizards. This isn't. Oh, there could be a whole podcast <laughs> about whether or not Harry Potter would have stopped these various events, or like the Harry Potter world, hmm. and you just sort of break down historic events, um, and whether or not they would have stopped them, or whether or not they were on the grassy knoll. Do you know what I mean? Like, kind of. That's <laughs> my theory. Is the second shooter was Dumbledore. <laughs> the babushka lady was a wizard. That was a deep cut JFK thing. I don't know if anyone else knows the babushka lady, but uh. I think one of the one of the funniest one of the funniest parts about JFK. This is great. Um, <laughs> Wait, the movie been, or the real life? The existence. Event. Um, if you've ever been to which one of my before and afters is almost legally blonde with the movie Blonde. That's kind of sort of tangential to JFK. Um, if you go to Dallas, they're like proud of it. There's like a museum and they, they painted a big X on the street where it happened, which is insane to me. Um, I made the joke while I was there. I was like, he should have known something was happening with this X on the street. But uh, <laughs> no one liked that. And like the grassy knoll, they let you go play on it and you can go into the like uh, book depository. And they're just like, they're very pr- But then this is how you know how mainstream the conspiracy theories are is next to it is a conspiracy theory museum about that event. Like an actual official museum is also on the same street. I bet they're owned by the same person. Probably. And that's not me being paranoid either. (laughs) Big conspiracy. It's the guy who owns area 52. (laughs) It's like you own your competitor. You have no competition. Um, Okay. Now that we've talked about JFK and nine 11 and they're them circa talking babies. Um, so, okay, so you, you looked up what year it was. You knew mm-hmm. it was just one of these movies with talking babies. Yep. Um, anything else that you brought into it? Uh, I, I knew, it took me a while, as we'll see when we go over the script, is I uh, it takes a while to get going because I kind of fell in love with my opening scene, which is like half the script. Uh, <laughs> and then I was like, what am I doing with this? And I was like, 
Oh yeah, all right. I I, I honed in on the uh, the competition uh, genre. I thought it would be oh, baby geniuses like okay. competing against other baby geniuses. Let's let's riff on that in a way that's uh, familiar yeah. and weird. There's a uh, some. Okay, so the I'm looking at the other baby genius movies, and there's baby geniuses, then baby baby geniuses two super babies, <laughs> and then the third baby geniuses is called. Baby Geniuses and the Mystery of the Crown Jewels, <laughs> where it says an evil genius baby steals the crown jewels. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. So it's like but Dunstan the, checks in with a baby instead of a monkey. You got to think if these babies are so smart, why could they not stop some of these events from happening? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think that's really the tragedy is don't no listen to the babies. As time has gone on, I believe the world has become more sympathetic to someone stealing the crown jewels and just doing something else with them. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> now we're just like, they should not have them. Baby steals all of the mummies and takes them back to where they're from. Uh, In a British accent, no one would know what you were talking about just then. <laughs> all of the mummies are gone. <laughs> especially a baby saying it. Where's my yeah. mummies? <laughs> Right. The, the queen is a baby in the movie for some reason. Where is the movie Baby Queen? And where did this get the queen long term? Dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that would have to be the plot of Baby Geniuses 4, is that adults get turned into babies. Ooh. And the baby geniuses have to find a way to reverse the process. Wait, is Benjamin Button in the Baby Geniuses universe? It's like their Bible. Okay. <laughs> <They're> like <laughs> you know it's more of a metaphor than a, you're not supposed to take it literally <laughs> he was baby he was benjamin zipper but they can't do that with their little hands <laughs> that's so funny like they have this mythical creature uh okay so cast it however you'd like you have bailey daniel and myself and you Ooh. as well, and and then Michael, if you want to do like the wall to wall, all this, the directions. Yeah, I'll do I'll do the directions. Um, does anyone feel like I feel like it's it's stereotypical to be like Bailey? Will you play Mary? Is she and a woman? If so, she, yes, she is. Okay, so uh, will you play? Will you play Mary? Yes. Um, and then uh, Daniel, will you play Tom? You got it. And then who's got the best? Kelsey Grammer impression for uh, oh, baby definitely Al. Kyle. <laughs> okay, Kyle, you you might be thinking of country grammar, <laughs> um, uh, but I'll give it a go. All right, so you're baby Al. Oh my god, this first scene is so long. I'm flipping pages here, as you can hear on my microphone. Uh, oh, um, okay, so yeah, Daniel, you're Tom. Uh, I guess I will also do Doctor. Right. Um, and uh, who's got a good Regis Philbin? That's Char, Daniel, for sure. He does it <laughs> okay. all the time. You're Regis. Um, um, I guess I will do Baby Nick. And let, oh, no, Kyle, you do Baby Nick. Okay. Um, and I think that actually kind of put... Oh, and I'll do Reporter. I think they have a... I am Baby Nick and Baby Al. Oh, that's <laughs> difficult. Sorry, did not... No, um, trust me, that is fine. That's fine? Okay, um, we'll go with that. <laughs> Um, and then I will say, like, for no, no spoilers here, but in the post-credit sequence, <laughs> shadowy figure one, shadowy figure two, shadowy figure three, um, 
how about I'll do shadowy figure one, Daniel do shadowy figure two, okay. uh, Bailey do shadowy figure three. Okay. Um, and I think no, that no baby think... shadowy figure for me, I guess. That's fine. No. <laughs> no. You're done. No. You're done. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So I think that is everyone. And in a, uh, if I forgot someone, um, I'll we just... can cover it when we get to it. Yeah. All right. Whenever you're ready. Um, <clears throat> baby geniuses. Exterior, suburban street, day. You get what you give by the new radicals blares over the credits. In a long tracking shot, we move down the street, passing kids playing with super soakers and popping Mentos candies and dads mowing their lawns. Exterior, the Newton house, continuous. A minivan pulls up to a modest suburban house. The sign on the mailbox reads, the Newtons. We see deflated baby blue balloons hanging from the mailbox post leftover uh, or mailbox post leftover from a baby shower some time ago. Out of the minivan steps, Tom Newton, a Ben Affleck type. He wears glasses because he's smart. Suddenly, the sky turns gray and rain starts to fall. He rushes inside. Interior, the Newton House. Nursery. The nursery is all blues and whites with stenciled rocket ships and atom shapes on the wall. Standing in the middle of the nursery with her back to us is Mary Newton, a Jennifer Garner type, or uh, maybe even a J-Lo type. <laughs> Mary. Mary, are you home? Mary turns around revealing, oh my God, she is pregnant. Very pregnant. Up here, Tom. Tom comes rushing into the nursery. He sweeps her in his arms and lifts her up. Oh, Tom, be careful. The baby. He twirls her around. You'll never guess what happened at Advanced Computer Company Unlimited, <laughs> which is where I work. Did you get the raise? Tom puts her down. I did. You are looking at the new head of computer programming, C++ Linux Master System <laughs> Matrixes. That's wonderful, honey. I know you were stressed about money with a baby coming and my fledging flower delivery business struggling. Let's celebrate. File's done. Oh, that was an AOL computer voice. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Interior, the Newton House bedroom. Inside their bedroom, we see a desk and a computer next to the bed. On the computer screen, we see America Online with a pop-up box showing that a file has downloaded. Tom rushes into the room. Oh, great. That song finally downloaded. <laughs> Yeah, Tom, about that. The phone line was tied up for the whole day. What if there had been an emergency? How important is downloading one song? Tom looks at her, kind of hurt. But it's our song. He presses a key on the keyboard. My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion plays. Mary smiles and starts to tear up. <laughs> it is our song. Tom moves Mary over to the bed. I've got an idea. I like where this is going. Tom then pulls out headphones from the desk. Oh. Tom sticks the headphone <laughs> plug into his computer speakers and then places the headphones on her stomach. It can be all of ours. <laughs> Mary looks out the window at the storm outside. We can see, uh, we can still hear the muffled song playing. Just think about it, Mary. With the World Wide Web, humanity can connect like never before at 56 kilobits per second. Sure, we can chat and cyber with strangers and download a song in a day, but that's not all. <laughs> the hold of human knowledge and understanding is out there on the web, all accessible through a simple phone line. Thunder! Mary is startled by the noise. This storm sure is... Exterior, the Newton House day. A lightning strike hits the phone line outside of the house. We see the electricity travel from the exterior into the house. 
interior Newton House bedroom, the electricity travels through the walls to the computer and from the computer to the headphones and right into the womb. (laughs) (laughs) It's happening. Interior Mary's womb continuous. We see the unborn infant's face as images of art, historic speeches, mathematics, equations, all the smart stuff passes over his face absorbed into his brain. Interior hospital delivery room, evening. Mary is on the delivery table. She's doing Lamaze breathing. Tom is by her head. Just breathe, honey. I am. Just a little harder now. Weird squishy sounds of birth. <laughs> there we are. It's a boy. Why isn't he crying? Yeah, doctor, is everything okay? When we are born, we cry that we are... <laughs> we cry that we are come to this great stage of fools. Who said that? The doctor, in stunned silence, holds the baby, Al, up to the parents. Al, while being all gross and covered in newborn muck, appears altogether present and aware. Unlike a newborn baby, which normally looks like like a dumb shit. It was Shakespeare, father. The nurse in the background faints. Tom and Mary look at each other like, what? Uh, note, Al is voiced by Frasier, or the guy who played Niles on Frasier. Interior, who wants to be a who wants to be a millionaire set day? Caption, ten months later. Regis Philbin sits lazily in his host chair. All right, here we go. Welcome to Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Returning today is the phenomenon, the miracle. Is it okay to call you that, Albert? We see baby Al in the contestant sh- contestant chair, now clearly ten months old, but with wise, intelligent eyes. Don't flatter me, Regis. I'm just a normal talking baby. Normal? Ha ha! interior who wants to be a millionaire set later regis excitedly in his chair baby al thinking screen text shows the question which former u.s president passed away on june 24th 1908 the choices are a abraham lincoln b grover cleveland c zachary taylor or d william mckinley (sighs) grover cleveland that is correct you have won a million dollars you're the youngest self-made millionaire in history no man is an island reg and so wise, so wise. Montage. We see Tom and Mary with baby Al living the high life. Al appears in commercials, on TV shows, talk shows. Basically, just imagine the Rocky Goes Soft montage in Rocky Three, but with baby Al. Exterior, <laughs> college, day. Baby Al is giving a commencement speech at a college graduation. <clears throat> and most of all, don't forget to wear sunscreen. <laughs> the crowd chuckles appreciatively. Suddenly, there's a commotion at the back of the crowd. The crowd parts, but we don't see quite—we don't quite see what is making them. But now, into view, we see Baby Nick pedaling a big wheel. Mm. He is also a baby, but a mean-looking baby. Uh, baby Nick is voiced by Newman from Seinfeld or a Wayne's brother. <laughs> bravo, bravo! What an amazing <laughs> speech! An elderly man stands up in the crowd. Another talking baby. (laughs) That's right. I am a talking baby and also a genius. I'm a baby genius. (laughs) And little baby Albert and his handlers don't want you to know about me. So I'm here to lay out the truth. This baby bum has been taking the easy endorsements and high profile guest spots. I'm telling you and everybody here, I'll match my baby genius brain against him anytime, anywhere. You have a big mouth for a one-year-old. Tom and Mary rush on stage. That baby's cranky, Al. Don't listen to him. Hey, Mama. Hey, Mama. Listen here. (laughs) 
<laughs> Since your baby doesn't have the heart, maybe you'd like to see a real baby. I bet you stay up late every night dreaming you had a real baby, don't you? I'll tell you what. Bring your boobies over to my nursery tonight, and I'll show you a real baby. That's my mommy. Baby Al dies off the stage and tackles baby Nick. The two babies are pulled apart. Exterior, sports arena night. A marquee outside reads, Battle of the Baby Geniuses. Interior, sports arena night. On a giant stage, Regis Philbin returns as the host. Welcome to the Battle of the Baby Geniuses. A reporter is interviewing baby Nick. What's your prediction for tonight's battle, Baby Nick? Baby Nick stares intensely into the camera. <laughs> Poop. Montage! <laughs> baby Nick and Baby Al compete in multiple challenges. Not just trivia. They do science. They do musical instruments. They paint beautiful landscapes. It's time for the final competition. Puzzles! The babies are now competing to put together a puzzle. But Baby Al is starting to look tired and cranky. Tom and Mary look concerned. I know what to do. Tom stands up in the crowd. Near. Mary understands and stands up as well. Far. Wherever, wherever you are. They continue the song. <laughs> Both babies are distracted for a moment by the singing. What? Why are they singing that stupid song? But Baby Al is invigorated. He finishes the puzzle first. Yes. Oh my word, <laughs> Baby Al has won the battle of the baby geniuses. Baby Nick begins having a tantrum. <laughs> baby Al is hoisted up on the shoulders of his parents and paraded around the venue to the cheering crowd. post credit scene. Interior. Secret lab. Day. Baby Nick toddles into the laboratory toward three shadowy figures. Excellent work, Agent Baby Nick. We now know all the strengths and weaknesses of our enemy. And now this world will be ours. The three figures step into the light, revealing that they are also babies, but alien babies. <laughs> Geniuses. <laughs> the end. Brilliant. Love it. I cannot fathom it being much different than that. <laughs> you know like what i i yeah i just like i don't i don't know what they'd be doing those baby geniuses except competing against each other it's definitely right. not better than that no there's no way uh well hey everybody we are going to be right back hey folks kyle here thank you for listening just taking another quick second out here and add on uh, my own show i figure this is a good time to remind everyone of these shows i got coming up I'm in Eureka, California. I'm in Portland, Oregon, Seattle, and Oakland, California, all starting actually next week. Basically some dates in there, May 16th in Eureka, 18th in Portland, May 23rd in Seattle, and May 25th in Oakland. Doing my show Hard to Say, uh, this comedy show I'm working on about living with trigeminal neuralgia. I've gone on and uh, on enough about it on here. I really had a, a lot of fun out in Colorado last month and people came out from the shows and that was it's the best seeing people out at shows who who like the podcast is just the best and developing this show about the very odd and difficult thing I'm going through has been a pleasure that is unexpected and makes me very happy and I'm very proud of the show um like I said the got those dates coming up kyleairs.com slash shows please grab tickets now grab them while you're listening to this send it to a friend tell them to come out Seattle Portland Eureka Oakland uh, I would love for tickets to get moving a little bit, 
and so would the venues that are emailing me. And they're just it's going to be a really good time. I hope to see you out. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Once again, kyleairs.com slash shows. Uh, y'all are the best. Thank you. The absolute the best. And then we're back. Like I said, right back. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what could possibly happen in the actual baby geniuses. I guess I'll look up the, you know, if there's a way to know. I also like the 1999 internet really brought me at. Uh, hold on. the I think you maybe you nailed it because the plot to baby geniuses starts with this. The baby co-firm. <laughs> baby A-B-Y-C-O. All right. Baby, baby infants can talk in a sophisticated manner and one of them escapes from the lab to unite the babies of the world. Huh. So baby it seems very ambitious. Baby geniuses isn't look who's talking. No. Or even look who's talking to, which is a great title for a sequel. Um but what I don't this feels like is this like the Armageddon to talking to look who's talking's deep impact? Cuz I feel like this but look who's talking's like 10 years older. Yeah. And what's Baby's Day Out? I just, there's too many talking baby CUs. I think Baby's Day Out <laughs> does not feature talking baby. It just features a baby um, and you, using kind of Looney Tunes logic, where it's a baby you can do things that other babies can't really do, okay. um, like get around on their own. Also, I, I the term baby is very broad. I realized that probably a 10 month old isn't going to dive off a stage um and i guess when i was picturing the babies in this movie they're actually like two-year-olds because a friend of mine has a two-year-old i was like oh that's you're still a baby but you're like two years old that's weird yeah there's expectations of you i really like this so when you look up uh uh uh, baby geniuses here's the movies it says you might like boss baby baby's day out which patrick reed johnson who wrote baby's day out actually worked at apple with him little known um look who's talking and porkies <laughs> I sure hope no one just makes their way through that list of movies with their children. That's funny because I, I suggested Porky's as one of the yeah. movies I could do. <laughs> I like not not on theirs like Three Men and a Baby or like Shark Boy and Lava Girl movies. I think are in the same vein. Instead of Agent Porky's. Cody Banks, yeah. I feel like that's a lot closer than or just Porky's. rewatching Baby Geniuses because they're you're watching it with a kid and they don't remember. And they like watching the same thing over and over again. They do. I used to have the Lion King memorized because my little brother loved it so much. He wouldn't go to sleep. And so you had to put it on every single night and you just watch all of the Lion King. They're worse movies, I guess, to do that. But he would just like watch the dad die and fall asleep. And I was just like, this is odd. (laughs) Yeah, that was comforting to him. (laughs) He doesn't even know there's a second or third act to the Lion King. He's like, and Simba won. (laughs) Oh, man. I can't. Okay. I miss the talking baby genre. Now I'm a little fascinated by, like, did they not make money? Why are there not more of them? Were they? Is it good? Was this a good movie? No, it was not. Uh, um, <laughs> like, look, the 2% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Two. Like, do you guys know about G-Force, like the gerbil super spy movie? Yes. Yes. Okay. I've never Maybe. seen it, uh, but I was aware that there's a movie about gerbils who are super spies. And I'm like, yes. Did we just replace talking babies with just like talking gerbils? I always I couldn't stuff? remember if 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 G Force because the movie with the gerbils. Uh, I think they're the guinea pigs because I think that's mm. what the G is. Oh yeah, guinea pigs um, or gerbils? Well, I don't know the difference. 
nor do I care, okay. and I refuse to okay. listen to the okay. difference. <laughs> I like start like the background music. G Force had like Nicolas Cage and Zach Galifianakis. I think it was like the first thing Zach Galifianakis was in after The Hangover was this like guinea pig movie he had already recorded the voice to, so he became the most famous comedian in the world. And then they were like, and he's a guinea pig that like, fights crime. Like that movie was filmed like 1997, and right. they shelved it. And they're like, yeah. hey, is that, is that Hangover guy? Didn't he right. do a voice for this movie? They're like, yes, release it now. They just had to dub over Pat Oswald, Brian Posehn, and Maria Bamford as the other four <laughs> guinea pigs. <laughs> and they put in Nick Cage and Tracy Morgan and Sam Rockwell. What is this cast? Penelope Cruz? <laughs> this most expensive kind of movie I've ever yeah. seen. Um, it's a Jerry Bruckheimer movie. Anyways, Baby Geniuses doesn't seem that good. It has yeah. one positive <laughs> review, and I would imagine that's a three. It's a three out of five. Okay, from from, from Baby's Day Out magazine, <laughs> Box Office magazine. You're, you're closer than you closer you might think there. Um, Christopher Lloyd is in this. I'm really looking at all this information about Baby and like Geniuses. Kathleen Turner and Christopher Lloyd, I think, are the biggest stars yeah. in it. And then Kim Cattrall is in it. Oh, okay. Um, a thoroughly misguided film. If you take things this seriously, these are you read reviews for like movies that are essentially a joke. This has a ramshackle plot that is merely a launching pad for jokes. It's like, yeah, fucking yeah. What yeah. would you expect? Mission accomplished. <laughs> so it was like all, every comedy. Sounds like it was written by an adult idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to do the thing I like to do and see what Roger Ebert had to say about Baby Mm. Geniuses. Uh, One and a half stars. Bad films are easy to make, but a film as unpleasant as Baby Geniuses (laughs) achieves a kind of grandeur. (laughs) Grandeur. And it proves something I've long suspected. Babies are cute only when they're being babies. You've long suspected that? (laughs) He's like sitting around. He's like, honey. Run this theory by you. Uh, when babies are presented as miniature adults, there's something so fundamentally wrong that our human instincts <laughs> cry out in protest. <laughs> he's like, you, he's just like, insane. They talk like little wise guys. This is still more evidence for my theory that the greatest single influence on modern American culture is Don Rickles. That's his review of <laughs> baby geniuses. Skating, damn. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> like, I, I, I feel like he's also insulting Don Rickles for, like, no reason. Fully. Like, the babies can't get respect. I would love the babies doing, like, Don Rickles bits. Like, I got to second base with my mom. I was hungry or something like that. <laughs> that's Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, that is Rodney Dangerfield. Like, You're right. Rickles. But also now I want to see babies doing Rodney Dangerfield and Don Rickles, yeah. like, bits. Look, I mean, who better to do, like, your mama jokes than a bunch of babies? So true. Gosh, I'm obsessed with people getting on Rotten Tomatoes and leaving a three and a half star review of Baby Geniuses. <laughs> like to just be that slightly above ambivalent to the movie to still go leave. I'm going to flag the review for being written by a sociopath. <laughs> this one says a great cast, sadly wasted. Okay, we're. I'm. this is more time than this movie deserves. I think. Um, <laughs> all right, we're going to play a game. We're going to play a game now. I got to find my... My soundboard. Here we go. Um, I'm on the wrong one. Everyone's, no one's listening to this part. It's all edited out. Mm. Oh my God. And that was so fucking loud. 
Brothers. Well, I guess we're playing that game. Uh, <laughs> All right. I'm going to get ready for something. <laughs> this game is called Before and Afters. Get ready to play Before and Afters. There we go. This game is called Before and Afters. How this works is two movies have been smashed together into one movie. I will read you the smushed together plot. You have to tell me the smushed together title. So, for instance, some titles could be The Wolf of Wally Street, uh, Fargo, Saving Private Silverman. What's one with uh, Baby Driver Geniuses? Um, Baby Genius is, which would be Baby Geniuses and Us, which is a fun poster. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, this is going to be rough. <laughs> none of them are, uh, they're all worse than those, and those were bad. So, I want to give, before we get into it, so... <laughs> Uh, I will read you the plot. You read the titles. I want to give a shout out. Some of these titles were written by people on the Discord for Never Seen It. Never Seen It has a Discord at fart.kylayers.com. It will link you there. And you can play before and afters against a programmed before and after robot. Uh, So everyone that's ever been on the show, you can play on there or you can submit your own. These ones are submitted by Brand, Moist, and Mouse Milk Latte. So thank you for these. And a couple were mine. Here we go. Number one, and you can feel free to work together or compete. Shar, did you shut your eyes in like contemplation? Yeah, I was really ready uh, to take it in. (laughs) Here we go, number one. A green ogre is tired of being the bad guy, so he sets off on a game-hopping trip to become a hero. Oh, Shrek it Ralph. Shrek it Ralph. Oh, nice. Wow. Great. Let me keep score. Yeah, we're not working together. I'm, I'm a lone wolf. I'm going to answer these. Clearly. All right. Better keep up some like this, ship. depending on how the first one goes. I'm writing that. This is a bill I'm supposed to pay, and now it says Shrek it Ralph Michael. <laughs> Just send in that and be like, LADWP is going to do with it what you want. This, But the lessons learned here, priceless. Number two. A dating coach mentors a bumbling client who hopes to enter the world of collegiate acapella. Hitch perfect. Wow. Oh, shit. Nice. I did not expect you to get that one. Me either. I can't remember <laughs> what the name of that the Will Smith movie was. I was like, it's yeah. not Boomerang. That's Eddie Murphy. I like Hitch with Kevin James. Kevin James was really in all the movies that year. Hardest working man show business. <laughs> it's easy to get around on a segue. Next one. Two low-level astronomers go on a media tour to warn mankind of an approaching house being carried by a bunch of balloons. Don't look up. up. Yeah, but feel happier about it when you say it. <laughs> Ooh, we're all tied at 11. They're 11 points. Okay, let's team up now. <laughs> No! <laughs> you made your bed. My you made hubris. your bed, Michael. <laughs> Unless it's convenient for all of us, we will not work together. <laughs> all right, we have three more. Two inseparable best friends try to score alcohol for an end-of-the-year party and meet up with a young bear making his way to England. Super, Super Baddington. Baddington. Bear? Super Ooh, Bailey gets two? it because you didn't say you, Char said bear, and so you lose. There's no yeah. bear in it. Super Paddington. Super Baddington. Either of those work. That one's fun to say, though. That's going to be a fun poster. 
Um, all right, these last two, I would, here we go. A small time pot dealer convinces his neighbors to pretend to be his family so he can return to India and fight back against British colonialists in the 1920s. This one is okay. Tough. Let's all work together. Yeah. Okay. So Gandhi and I was like, a small time pot dealer convinces his neighbors to pretend to be his family. So he can return to India and fight back against British colonialists in the 1920s. Oh, like, I really went to like Pineapple yeah. Express, but that's not. Me too. I don't think that's it. The only, when you read it the second time was the only time I was like, okay, here's where the second movie comes in. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I actually don't know either of them. I don't think. A small time pot dealer convinces his neighbors to pretend to be his family. So he can return to India and fight back against British colonialists in the 1920s. Man, that plot sounds familiar. Pretend to be his family. Um, We're the Millers? Maybe maybe that's one of them, maybe. I'm not going to tell you which one. (laughs) (laughs) So they can return to India and fight back against British colonialists in the 1920s. <laughs> All right, we are looking for we are R R the Millers. Oh, oh I haven't good. seen R R R. Neither okay. have I. Neither. It looks awesome though. Yeah. I didn't know that that was the plot. Like, um, that's I, like it. It the all of the plots when you look it up are just like an epic tale of going for it, which makes me <laughs> and it's like three hours and fifty minutes long or something. So it makes me like, think they should have gotten there. Movie. Yeah. You should get there. That's you could in real time get there. All right, last one. This is the one that I delayed starting the podcast to write. A comedian in New York examines the rise and fall of his relationship with a struggling nightclub singer as they explore an area affected by a mysterious phenomenon that mutates everything inside it. A comedian in New York examines the rise and fall of his relationship with a struggling nightclub singer as they explore an area affected by a mysterious phenomenon that mutates everything inside it. Okay, wait. I think the second one is Annihilation, maybe? Yeah, okay, yeah. Annie Hollination? Wow. Annie Hollation. Annie Hollation, <laughs> okay. looking for there. We'll Just... obviously be splitting those points. <laughs> <laughs> And the real together. villain of Annihilation, <laughs> Woody Allen. <laughs> Nobody really knew that he got mutated into a weirdo. Um, that's it for before and afters. Get ready to we play just played. I need like an afters. ending song for it. All right, we are once again going to be right back. just easier when i actually do the actual breaks hey everybody we why did i get into the intro voice again we're back uh the movie with the dinosaurs you remember we were back Nobody? oh yeah the cartoon i remember that yeah, i think they made it into a video game book. too not the baby right not the mama <laughs> baby dinosaur is that what you're talking about oh that was the ultimate talking baby a yeah. dinosaur oh my gosh you're right that one they killed the, the genre didn't the show end with all of the dinosaurs dying like yes. that was the end of the show. What a what a freaking yeah. swing! Yeah, it's like oh, we should have protected our planet more. Sorry, kids. 
was a that was a down ending. I was, <laughs> I was. I mean, the research into climate change that happened throughout the airing of that movie—that's like you know mid '90s to the early aughts. So you're, there's a lot. We're learning a lot. Yeah. The real inconvenient truth was that uh, all of those dinosaurs wouldn't have existed at the same time, but in, in fact, over hundreds <laughs> of millions of years. So I don't know how they were related. <laughs> and also that the world's ending. Okay, but okay. Here we go. We got another game we're gonna play. <laughs> this game. Okay. 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 Oh wow. Guess what movie okay. trailer Kyle's okay. dad is describing? Okay. Having only watched the trailer okay. and never having heard of wow. the movie. This game is called Guess a Movie Kyle's Dad is Describing, Having Only Watched a Trailer and Never Having Heard of the Game. Or the movie The Game. But he's heard of the movie The Game. Just where I paused there made it seem like he doesn't like Michael Douglas. He actually has seen the movie The Game. <laughs> um, what's going to happen is my dad, who has not been to a movie theater since Space Jam 1, is going to watch a movie trailer, read, and then he writes down what's happening and reads back his description. And you have to guess what movie trailer... My dad is describing. Are we ready for the first one? Absolutely. Here we go. Okay. So he wants her to shoot him. But he's laughing. Now they're both laughing about her shooting him. They seem to be friends. But they disagree on how to do it. The other guy said it's the best one he's ever seen. How did he end up in jail? Wait, so it's real? A lot of shots of them both on stages. Everyone is shocked. Sometimes everything is sort of yellow. Sometimes blue. The water is spilling out and she might be dead. Electricity shooting everywhere. She knows what he really is. He said secrets are his life. A lot of shots of red curtains dropping. Anyone? I think I got this one. I think I got it. I think it's the prestige. It is the prestige. Boom. That's a 38 point game. So (laughs) put you firmly in second place. Um, the, any Hallation split 600 to 30. So it's, it's the scoring is difficult. All right, we have one more guess at movie. Kyle's dad is describing the only watch trailer, never having heard of the movie, the game. Once again, he's heard of the movie, the game. I don't want anyone to think. Here we go. Okay. So he wants her to shoot him. Is that the wrong is one? Is it the prestige? <laughs> God damn. I think We're I went to close. the wrong page. I went to the wrong page. Here we go. Hold on. That was a good guess, though. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, you knew right away. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. So they're listening to music in their helmets. Now a lot of quick shots of them on adventures. They have cameras themselves, too. It's colorful. He's an expert on it all. That's a weird hat to wear with a tuxedo. That's his son. They all match. There's a hot air balloon tied to a boat. He's going on a mission of revenge. 
everything is right in the middle. The camera is moving in and out a lot. He said to just smile and sucker punch him. Everyone matching again. And that little rainbow guy. It's quiet out there tonight. Slowly walking down the stairs with everybody. This one's hard, I think. Little rainbow guy. Is it Speed Racer? It is not Speed Racer. Underrated movie. Oh. My lights just changed. Anyone? Damn. Uh, weird hat. The hot air balloon and a boat. That's really that's really getting me. I go. I have oh, no wait. idea. Is it um, uh, Walter Mitty? Secret Life of Walter Mitty? It is not the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. But it the title sort of sounds like that. Is it the Incredible Mister Limpet? I don't know what that is. I think you're gonna say the Incredible Mister Limp Biscuit is what I honestly thought you were about to say. Oh my god! You don't know the Incredible Mister Limpet with no, Don Knotts? Mm-mm. Oh god, that is a that it's is devastating. a masterpiece. It's really good. We are looking for the Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Mm. God damn it! I got the funny god hats and the tuxedos yep. that match. Doesn't that yep. sound a little bit like the Secret Life of Walter Mitty? The word "life" in it. If yeah. we're talking about things where trailers are really, really great, the Secret Life of Walter Mitty trailer. That was so good. That that was. That I remember. I distinctly remember the trailer. I don't remember if I liked the movie or not, but I remember really liking the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> it's important uh, that everyone knows that. All right, everybody, <laughs> we are going to play one more game. Build a perfect movie. This game is called Build the Perfect Movie. I will give you a category. You'll have to pick two movies from that category each whose Rotten Tomatoes score add up to as close to 100 as possible without going over. So Price is Right rules apply. You can't go over. It's not just about biggest number. Two of them as close to 100 as possible. Uh, Everyone will pick their first movie, and then we'll review the scores. That way you can pick your second movie accordingly. The first category is going to be movies with a baby in it. Movies with a baby in it. You're not allowed to use baby geniuses. You're not allowed to use baby geniuses, although you could use a second. None of them. I'll say none of them in the BGF. The Baby Genius franchise. (laughs) (laughs) So you have to pick. uh, We'll get a little bit of like background music here. You have to pick two movies. We will go. Who's winning? Michael, you'll go first. Bailey, you'll go second. And Daniel, you'll go third. You know, the the Annie Hollation. Annie Hollation. Whatever you called it in the mashup. Mm -hmm. That got me in a Diane Keaton kind of mood. So I'm going to go with the movie Baby Boom. Great. Baby Boom. Bailey, your first movie with a baby. Doesn't I'm going to do... Just any baby at any point in the movie. Doesn't have to be in the title. Okay, well, this is going to be in the title. It's the Tina Fey, Amy Poehler. I think it's called Baby Mamas baby or Baby Mama. Mama. Great. Sure. Uh, baby M1. Baby M1. Is there... Uh, there's got to be a baby in the Mr. Mom movie, right? Probably. Yes. There, there's there not, is. that's... I believe it's pr- played it's by Martin shit. Mull. Um, <laughs> all 
All right, we are reviewing our scores here in the first round. Mr. Mom is a 76% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, Shar, wow. you're looking for a 24 or less. Baby Mama is a 63 so, Bailey, you're looking for a 37. Everyone's very ambiguous about baby movies. And Baby Boom is a 70. So, okay. Michael, you're looking for a 30. And we'll go Bailey, and then Michael, and then Daniel, because it's in the order of how much you have to make up. Mm. So, Bailey, you're looking for a movie with a baby at any point. 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. Can't go over. Oh. Uh, I think of any bad movie with a baby in it. I'm a, I, I almost... you to think of a bad movie. I almost pulled up Google. <laughs> <laughs> Just 37% Rotten Tomatoes with baby. Okay, I'm going to... I know there's a child... Maybe there's a baby in this movie. I know there's a child in it. Can, okay. can that count? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say... <laughs> this is the only movie I can think of right now. Uh, Drop Dead Fred. Uh... I'm going to go to the Wikipedia, and if the word baby is on it at any point. What if there's just a scene? Like, maybe maybe I'm right accidentally that there's a baby in it. They go to a child psychologist in the waiting room. There's a baby. All right. There we go. Drop Dead Fred counts. For everyone who was worried. (laughs) Char, we're both in L.A. How is it so much brighter where you are? Uh, Are Just a little bit west of me? Um. Okay, Michael, second movie. I'm gonna. This is my. Um, uh, I'm gonna say. I wonder if it's on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm gonna say a Serbian film. Is that what it's called? Yes. Oh, I was like, and the name <laughs> is. <laughs> no, it is a um, disturbing horror movie. Which, oh boy! Um, oh boy! The description. No, thank you. Nope. Um, nope. Don't, no then, one ever needs to see it. Not even gonna, not even gonna read the description. Don't Char, do it. Um, Mr. Mom I, is a seventy-six. You're looking for a twenty-four. Yeah, I have no clue. Uh, Rosemary's Baby is that a movie? Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> maybe one of the most famous ones of all time. Someone mm-hmm. say. So probably pretty bad. Then. So is that what you want to go with? This <laughs> yeah. probably that legendary movie. That's probably, that's probably gonna be under twenty-six. Yes. All right, here we go. Let's check out our scores. Mr. Mom is a 76%. Rosemary's Baby is a 96%. So let me do this. I believe that puts you over. Um, you're 172%. I'm no uh, mathematician, but I think that's more. <laughs> let me Google calculator. Um, okay, here we go. Baby Mama is a 63%. Drop Dead Fred, 11 so that puts you at 74, but you qualify. Baby Boom is a 70. A Serbian film. This is, okay, uh, before I tell you how much this is, the movie you told me, the most frequently asked question in this movie is, did this movie use real children? <laughs> you remember all the stuff we were talking about with animals at the beginning <laughs> yep. of the episode? Yep, yep, yep. This is what they're asking about, oh is God. if they use real kids. Hollywood Can I watch changed. this movie? Is it safe to watch this movie? <laughs> The answer is no to all of those. Um, is what is the same. point of it? Uh, this movie, this movie uh, gained one thousand five hundred and fifty dollars at the box office. <laughs> Once again, that is one thousand five hundred fifty dollars. But it's Rotten Tomatoes score. You're seventy percent with Baby Boom, forty-seven. So Go! we are over. We are over. Um, 
that's disturbing that it's that high in Rotten Tomatoes. It's almost the tomato-y one <laughs> where it's good, right? The, it's weird that tomato is also good. Like a fresh tomato is what you throw at a comedian and even on but on the website. So Bailey is the winner, but, you know, um, Annie Holleration, I believe, put Michael over the edge, so is the victor <laughs> overall. To compliment it... <laughs> Someone goes, this is the most well-crafted thing that is completely unwatchable. <laughs> um, That's so I good. will never watch this again. This is crazy. <laughs> this is wild. Uh, I'm not even going to read, like I said, I'm not even going to read the plot. Because I don't think it's a fun thing to end on. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, thank you very much for being here and for having never seen Baby Geniuses and letting us know uh, what you believe it is. By Michael Tanner is where people can find you. Uh, is that good? What, what uh, social media or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, hit me up on the website, which is bymichaeltanner.com. On Twitter, while that still exists, uh, Mike is Ernie at twitter.com backslash Twitter. I don't know. You know how Twitter works. <laughs> if you go, um, web- yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Twitter. also, I, uh, I'm i on a uh, Fallout, you know, the video game series. I do a Fallout uh, tabletop role playing game <gasps> podcast called Rad Rolls. Oh, that sounds um, awesome. I love Fallout. I love oh, Fallout so much. I'm a huge Fallout fan, which why I spend a lot of time with it. So yeah, yeah check out Rad Rolls if you're into narrative uh, RPG podcasts. That sounds so fun. Thank you very much. Shar, uh, anything you want to tell people? Uh, yeah, people can find me at danielshar.com. Great. And Bailey, is there anything you want to tell people about Shar? <laughs> um, Daniel Shar is... Bucks. <laughs> no one likes Doritos more than this man. That's true. And that's my plug for Daniel Char. If you want to follow me, I'm at Bailey E. Norton on the internet. Great. Thank you guys so much for listening. Once again, fart.kyleairs.com for the Discord. If you would like to go play before and afters there and have a wonderful day. That's it for us. That's it for Never Seen It. For me, Kyle Ayers at Kyle Ayers, K-Y-L-E-A-Y-E-R-S, wherever you do stuff. Uh, Except my Facebook, which got hacked and deleted. But, oh, well, it's Facebook. Anyways, uh, thank you to Michael Tanner. Thank you to Bailey. Thank you to Char. Uh, just a wonderful time. I hope you enjoyed it. Once again, find us on Patreon or wherever you find stuff on, you know, line. Thanks. Star Avenue, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.